This is a Colored Pencil Podcast, session number 256. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a Colored Pencil Podcast. Weekly discussions in and around this medium that we love so much. Hey there, John here of SharpenedArtist.com. I am your host, and this is the Colored Pencil Podcast. We're on the eve of Memorial Day. And so it is Memorial Day weekend. So I just want to talk to you for a moment about some things that are on my mind every single year when we get close to Memorial Day. Maybe you can relate to some of this. But for me, this is a time of renewal, of beginnings, and it's also a time to reflect and look back. This is like the little uh, hinge right here (laughs) this weekend, I feel like, where we're ushering in summer, right? I mean, we're just kind of in the middle here, finishing up spring, and we've got a lot of new things going on, and then we're looking forward to summertime. A lot of people open up their pools uh, on this particular weekend. People start traveling and doing vacations and things like that this particular weekend. Maybe not so much here in uh, 2020 as we're still sort of recuperating from from all of the pandemic consequences of not being able to go out and to socialize like we have been able to in the past. But for me, this has always been sort of a pivotal time in my life. And I don't mean just the month of May or of June, but I also mean every five to ten years, it seems like there are things that change. There are bigger things that happen in my life. It was the year 2000 that my wife and I had our first daughter, and it was the year 2005, um, you know, just a few years later then, that my my father passed away. I was around 36 years old um, when that happened. I was uh, 30, 31, I believe, I guess, 31 uh, to be exact, when my daughter was born, my first daughter was born, and, uh, and then five years later, my father had passed away. Now, he was only 74 years old, and incidentally, he was born uh, May 31st, and then he died uh, around that same time. He died June 6th. I was working my day job. I got the phone call from my mom, and she had informed me that um, he had just passed away, and it it was a shock. I left, took the day off, and my company told me that they would fly me and my family out there. Uh, I was living in Cincinnati. He was, mom and dad were in Colorado, um, or I could drive or whatever I wanted to do. Um, And so I made the the strange choice, not the best choice looking back, um, to, you know, to go out, drive out there on my own, by myself, uh, all that way. Um, I'm an introvert at heart, and I, I guess I just... Wanted to be alone with my thoughts, and that's what I did. I didn't really even listen to the radio. Um, cell phones were not as reliable as they are today, and I drove all that way. You know, of course, I had to stop at hotels once in a while. Uh, it's a long trip, and um, it it was a time of decompression, I guess. <laughs> For me, it's strange looking back. Not a good choice. I wish I had not done that. I wish I had just taken my family. 
Um, girls were, you know, uh, what, four and uh, two at the time. But anyway, it was right after Dad's death that I started drawing again. Now, before that time, Dad knew I always loved art and that I would draw from time to time, you know, when I was younger. But for, you know, about 15 years, I hadn't drawn at all, hadn't done any art. I was doing oil paintings um, when I was younger. And so I I put all the art stuff away <laughs> for about, you know, 15 years or so. And then I started just sketching, just drawing a little bit. No, nothing serious. I didn't feel like I did anything serious until, um, you know, about 20 years. And uh, it was around 2006-ish, something like that, that I started getting interested in drawing again. A year later, on the anniversary of uh, Dad's passing, um, a few of my brothers and I and nephews and some others, uh, we all had a, a guy's trip. We went to the Wichita Mountains and spent the the weekend there, or I don't remember, it was several days there, um, just getting back to uh, doing some things that Dad would have loved to have done that he did do when uh, we were all younger. And I started drawing again. Now, Dad only knew me as someone who worked in IT um, for all of my adult life. And Dad, <laughs> I always joked about that, but Dad never did know what I did. He, he never could quite get his head around exactly what I did for a living, exactly what I did to earn income. Um, he, I think he was proud of what I was doing, um, but he did not understand it. I would explain it to him. Dad came from a blue-collar uh, work background, and that's you know kind of what he understood. Um, you know, mom was an educator, um, and so it, it was just – it was interesting. But I don't know. It, there was something that sparked within me that uh, made me want to start drawing again. And I was, you know, started out in graphite drawing again. And some years later, I looked around and was, I got interested in colored pencil, obviously. But I remember looking around and getting all the information that I could everywhere that I could gather it. Uh, from every source I could, trying to learn as much as I could <laughs> about colored pencil. And it just felt difficult. It felt hard to get uh, access to the information, uh, to, to get these books. And the books were not, uh, I'm not criticizing the books. I thought they were, they were good. They were great for what they were. But they just were not uh, methodical. They were not linear, and they were more reference, and they were more um, when that when they were tutorial based. Then it was more like, you know, they were just exploring one little piece of it and things like that. Not not that you could make the the most perfect tutorial; no one can. But it was it was still uh, just I felt like I was grasping at the wind often when I was trying to understand exactly what you know was possible with this uh, new medium that I found. And so I was, I was interested in it. I, I loved it. But I found that after about a year or so working in it, that I would have a ne another 
little bit of a revelation. I would have another level plateau and I would figure out, oh, that's what was meant by this when I would read about this or when uh, some teacher had told me this, you know, and, and it was just so it was so difficult. And I remember thinking to myself, one day I think I might teach this. And fast forward, you know, about five uh, years later and um, and 10 years later, certainly, that's exactly what I started planning and started working towards. And I thought, I, if when I teach this, this is what I want to do when I teach it. And this is how I want to teach it. And no one was leveraging the Internet. No one was leveraging uh, video and audio in the way that I thought maybe they could back then. Uh, Many are now, but they weren't back then. And so I set out to create uh, what I, I think I called back then when I referred to it. If you listen to real early shows of the podcast... I think I talked about it maybe back in 2015 as a colored pencil school or something like that. I don't remember now what I called it. But I, I, it, was, it was a little brainchild that I had, and I was going to create this, uh, this school, um, this academy. Now it is the Sharp, Sharpened Artist Academy. But back then, you know, I was thinking about it, and I was planning towards it and creating on paper what it would be. I kept my head down studying and learning and practicing and figuring things out for about 10 years. And then in 2016, in May, in fact, Friday, May the 20th of 2016, I launched the Sharpened Artist Academy and I launched the Beginner's Colored Pencil Course. And so when I approached this particular holiday in the United States of America, Memorial Day weekend. I know it, for me, it represents a lot of things. And it, it's a time of, of slowing down. It's a time of renewal. It's a time to be able to kick back and relax and be off work, spend time with friends and family, maybe cook out, things like that. The reality is Memorial Day weekend, Memorial Day, the holiday itself, represents uh, a time of, you know, a sacrifice that women and men actually gave their lives so that we could enjoy the freedoms that we do now and the freedoms that, you know, I often take for granted. But I'm so grateful, you know, for that sacrifice that they made. But like I mentioned, it's a time of nostalgia for me, and, and I think about a lot of other things as well. Like I mentioned, I mean, everything's green. There's a promise in the air of better things to come because, you know, summer is right around the corner. So there's uh, there's nothing you can't do outside during that time. And it uh, it causes me to reflect just because based on some of the things I just talked to you about. But right now we're also starting to see businesses starting to open up again because of uh, the pandemic. There was a lot of um, social distancing and mitigation efforts were taking place to try to stop the spread. But there's a whole lot of reasons why, you know, I love this month and I love this time of year. But launching the Sharpened Artist Academy to the world, I mean, that to me is, it was a great thing. It was four years ago that that happened. But I started in earnest planning and preparing and working very hard, relentlessly, in fact, for a long 
time to make it a reality. And so that would have been that five-year mark for me. But looking back, though, and seeing what is going on right now, a lot has changed. A lot has changed with my vision as well and where I want things to go. You know, I only offered one course back then, and that was that Beginner's Colored Pencil course. It was really a funny thing because um, right in the middle of uh, me offering that, and there's never a perfect time to launch anything or to do anything, but I launched it while I was on vacation uh, at Disney. And so it had its own set of challenges um, working on that remotely. But anyway, that's a, another story for another time. But my goal and my vision, even today in 2020, it, they, they remain the same. Um, I, I want to help as many students as possible. I want to help transform students and, and not just tutorial followers, not to, to just be copiers of someone else's process and certainly not my process, but to help them transform into the best artists that they can possibly be, to take them through a methodical approach to learning the medium and not leaving things out, but showing them exactly what's possible, but telling them all about all of the tools and the tricks and uh, revealing everything as much as possible within a 10-week period so that they can get this fully immersive experience. And then come out on the other side creating their own original artwork and not merely copying someone else's process. That was my goal from the very beginning. So this program then, the, the Beginner's Colored Pencil course, um, it, it introduces the new student to colored pencil, the medium that is often so misunderstood. It's a very humble medium. It's a very uh, unassuming type of medium, and many don't uh, give it the credit that it deserves. But I wanted to elevate it and push it up and to boost the confidence of the student that wanted to learn this medium and to take it seriously as a hobbyist or as someone who actually wanted to start earning uh, commissions or uh, selling their own original work. And so that's, that's what I did. And right now, uh, the Beginner's Colored Pencil course is going through a transformation, and anybody who has the course will get the 2.0 version when it comes out. It's going to be launched very soon. But I developed each of the lessons with this thought in mind that these are foundational skills that you'll need to know so that you can take your art to the next level, whether you are a complete beginner or, or whether you want to level up as a color pencil artist and increase in your understanding and your executing of the medium. And so we talk about color theory. We have a lesson completely on that. Composition. We have a lesson on layering, a lesson on pressure uh, of the pencil. We, we have uh, lessons that are dedicated to these things. So it encourages you to gain these skills, to know and to be aware of these skills, but to acquire them in a way that is unique to you. And so we go through different ways to hold the pencil, different strokes of the pencil. But I don't, t I don't tell you, I don't make you decide on a particular 
uh, way of doing any of those things. I do recommend certain things, but there are unique peculiarities that are only going to serve you the best way that you are bent to create art. And so that's the reason why that matters, I believe. It matters because you learn how to make independent choices as an artist. And so when you are exposed to new methods, exposed to new techniques, new information, then you can incorporate those things and you can use them in the best way possible that serves you the best to make independent choices and to become the best artist that you can possibly become. So I'm trying to help you become an artist that makes independent choices and not rely on my decisions. But, I, you know, I'm always, for any of my students, I'm always there to help, to guide, and uh, whenever they need it. And that's the reason why we jump on office hours. We jump on live calls every single week, more than an hour, and we discuss things, and I do live critiques uh, within the group. And so when I first started out uh, drawing again, I, I had this insatiable, this unquenchable thirst for knowledge. And, and I found myself just trying to, like I alluded to, uh, take all this information from bits and pieces and sources all over the place and put it together. And it was exhausting, uh, left me confused and frustrated in some cases. And I, I kept on thinking, like I mentioned, that there just had to be a better way of doing this. And I just became passionate about passing along um, the, the method of learning all of these things that empowers creativity in the individual artist. And so I, you know, I figured to myself, well, the, the internet already has enough uh, draw-along tutorials, enough point-and-shoot tutorials, you know, paint-by-number, whatever you want to call them. And so I figured it was time for a different approach and a, a truly effective way of learning how to make independent choices as an artist. Okay, so enough about that. I do want to tell you that the Beginner's Colored Pencil course is on sale at this moment. It's 30% off if you're not already a student, and you can go over there and purchase it right now. Um, and if you're interested in doing that at checkout, all you've got to do is put in MD2020, Memorial Day Sale is what that is, Memorial Day 2020, MD2020, and you can get 30% off of the course. But there's some exciting things right around the corner here within the Sharpened Artist community. So my goal, as always, was to teach you how to become the best artist that you can be, uh, not to depend on me, but to trust yourself and to become really the artist that you look up to the most, that you admire the most, and for that not to be somebody else. And so that doesn't mean that I'm hands-off. That's quite the opposite. And I think you can probably talk to any of my students, and they will, I hope, tell you the same thing, that I'm very hands-on. If the student wants help, I'll give them help. If they contact me, I'll reach out to them, but I'm not going to beat someone over the head. I'm not going to force someone to want help. But if they do want help, I will, I will bend over backwards. Uh, and that's the reason why I like to spend a lot of time on a live video with my students. 
Um, and some people have criticized that, and they've, I, I'm not the students, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Other teachers have criticized that and told me that that is a wrong approach. You should not be doing that because you are essentially cannibalizing your sales and your um, output in your courses because you're spending so much time with each student. But I think I would go crazy if I didn't do that. Plus, I, I never started any of this to just make the most money that I can, but it's to help the most students that I can and to make the biggest impact that I can, to pass along the information that I have, because I wish someone had done that for me. I wish someone had been able to uh, just be there and to talk with me. I, I remember I was reaching out to other students, other students, other artists, and I would ask them questions and they would give me one word answers sometimes or two sentence answers or maybe a page or an email or something like that. Um, but, you know, they didn't <laughs> sit down with and I, I'm not blaming they shouldn't have done this, I guess. But they didn't sit down with me and just start, you know, helping me with every little thing. Um, but that's something that I wanted and that I would have uh, found very useful. And so I do offer that virtually the way that I can offer that. And so we do group coaching is what we do. Um, it's uh, called office hours. And I, I jump on these office hours. There's a Q&A session in each office hours. There's live critiques within each office hours. And we do that two times a week. And we often run over an hour uh, in each segment. There's some exciting things, though, we're going to be offering, though, over inside the monthly sharpener. There's also some exciting things that we're going to be offering uh, this summer. And right now, in fact, next week inside the Sharpened Artist Academy, there's just a lot of great things going on. So uh, I would encourage you, if you're wanting to connect uh, with other students and you want to see what others are up to and what people are uh, drawing and uh, learn from one another within the Sharpened Artist community, then head on over to the show notes and click on the link for the monthly sharpener. There's just an impressive group of artists over there and the energy from this particular group and the supportive culture that you'll find over there, I, I think rivals anything that you'll find anywhere else on the internet. And, and, it, and that's not because of me. I'm not saying that because of me. I'm saying that because of them, the other artists that are there and the support uh, that they offer and just the uh, encouragement as well. It's such a fun place. So check that out for sure. But if you're also wanting to level up and you want to get some more instruction and methodical instruction so that you can approach something with complete confidence and knowledge, not gaps in your knowledge, not a hit and miss video here and there, but something that gives you a methodical process from start to finish, then I also want to encourage you to enroll in the free portrait prep drawing course. Now, there's a link to that in the show notes as well. Now, not to bombard you <laughs> with just everything under the sun, but those are two things to really consider. It's exciting. Um, over there in Monthly Sharpener, we're going to be offering some new circles. We've got the members circle right now, and 
So anyone inside of there gets one to two hour, uh, one to three hour rather, video tutorials or demonstrations um, that go over different areas of colored pencil that perhaps you haven't been aware of. But we're very focused within this group on a colored pencil instruction. And there's some exciting new circles that will be coming out very, very soon. I'm so excited to talk about them. And, and I'll, I'll just give you a little hint that there's going to be some art mentoring, some one-on-one -on -one art mentoring that will be released very, very soon. So be ready for that and look forward to it. All right. So that's all I have today. Go check out the flagship course that started it all four years ago. This very month and that is a beginner's colored pencil course if you purchase it at 30 percent off right now then you'll have to enter that code md2020 before it expires then you'll also get upgraded to the 2.0 version when we come out with that all right guys that's all i have for you today if you want to reach out share your story with me i would love to hear what got you started in colored pencil i would love to know that um this is that time of year that i think about that for myself because it was right on the heels of you know this uh time um in 2005 right here uh at this little juncture of the the year this little point of the year where we're heading into summer and it was about a year after that also go over to sharpenedartist.com slash podcast click on the uh little icon whatever it's called over there on the right hand side and uh, leave a voicemail for me or just record a voicemail on your um your iphone or android phone and uh or a video um and tell me what question you'd like for me to answer on the podcast it can be anything um, well, related to art and uh, <laughs> and colored pencil, I guess. And uh, but really, I've had a, a lot of different and very um, interesting questions come in recently, and so we're going to feature those. I'm going to feature those in a very long show where I just r play the recording of the of the um, voice memo or the video, and uh, and then I'll answer the question. We'll talk about it. Uh, we may even reserve pieces of some of those questions and talk about them uh, during office hours over there in monthly sharpener all right guys this is a weekly show i appreciate you so much you know if it wasn't for you this podcast would not exist if you weren't listening there wouldn't be an audience and there would not be a podcast so i appreciate you so so much and I enjoy talking to you every single week. And I'll talk to you again. And next week, we've got an interview coming up. And this one is a real twister. Um, it's not like any other interview that uh, I've ever done before. Um, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it. I'll, I'll just wait till next week. So can't wait for that. And I will talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com.